inside the cave. Welcome back to Inside the Cave. We are a little short on staff, so guess who's running the show? I will be your host for the day, the Cleese. Roll from the Cleese Report. We need 20,000 downloads this month between all platforms. Please share Inside the Cave show this month from all platforms that you listen on. That'll be iTunes, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can leave comments to the show at Inside the Cave Podcast uh, at gmail.com. And don't forget to shop CaveCrushShop.com to get all your latest fashions. Men, hook your ladies up with them tees. Get her a Cave Crush t shirt, cut, women's cut, because they look really, really nice. Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into this first segment, which is listener feedback. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh- Tell us how you really feel. I might just say how I feel. Listener's feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. All right, hold on. Let me, let me shout out all the new subscribers and don't forget to hit slide up in the new facebook group slide before you read them listener feedback tell them about the the, uh the group that hot group you got popping inside the podcast group uh on facebook get at us send us a friend request and we'll we'll check you out and let you in the group we pose some questions that we definitely put on the show and we also sent out free gifts to somebody that's officially telling the truth, you know, and the real truth and nothing but the truth. Uh, we'd love to hear some of your input, chime in on some of the questions if you feel um, they warrant it. Uh, you want to get into this feedback? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hit us with the first one. Uh, the first the first listener's feedback is from um, Lance. This might be one of CB's friends. that ayana ivy girl is sexy as hell i like my porn stars and women in general taller and thicker but shit i'm hooked now where was everybody else during the interview well lance that's a good fucking question because where was everybody else they was quiet as church mice only me Quiet as church mice. All these motherfuckers in the cave and with nobody saying shit. They were probably doing something that they didn't want us knowing they was doing while it's TB and I was interviewing Miss Ayana. But hey. I, wasn't, I mean, I wasn't there, and I guess that's not an excuse, but I'm just saying, you have a porn star? Y'all weren't asking quality questions of a porn star? I, I think I did a good job, but uh, um, a, a couple <laughs> listeners might not have thought so, but I, you know, um, uh, I, I I probably put on my, my, my saint hat or something. I don't know. I, it's just like, what do you ask a porn star that's probably heard every fucking question out of, outside of the box anyway? Like, hey, I mean, you know. I, I, I came in, I actually did dip into the, to the, um, to the interview and uh, I, I, I was quiet because when I came in, the direction of where these questions was going was definitely above my pay grade. So I just stayed. I <laughs> and I said, I am not getting involved 
with CB and these set questions, man. I just left it alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like a lot of that was a lot of prep work. It was a lot. Of, <laughs> a lot of prep work, man. Watching them videos, that was a lot of prep work, but. <laughs> You know, I don't know how CB got the time to do all of that. He's a, he's a busy man with many hats. I just say that. Paul. Yo, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this hands full. <laughs> oh man, I got, I got, I got a few more. I got a few more listeners feedback. Uh, you ready? Go ahead. Let's hear, let's hear it. Keep going. Um, De- De- Denise, Denise wrote in and says, "I don't get me. I don't get men's infatuations with porn. We've listened to you all disrespect women for going for doing far less than sleeping around and getting paid for it. But when a porn star comes on the show, CB turns into a gentleman, and Sly sounds like he get gets his pants too. I'm not sure if she meant it like she typed it, but." I think I know where she's trying to go. Okay, uh, yeah, because that threw me too. I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying. I think she might have missed a word in there. That's that's about it. And say, niggas are so confused, and y'all wonder why women out here doing whatever. I'm not confused, Denise. I didn't get confused at all. And if you heard me on my previous, uh, from my previous feedback for that listener, I... What, what do you ask a porn star that has probably been asked every fucking question ever? You know what I'm saying? You get you gotta you gotta think outside the box. You gotta ask some unnormal shit. Yeah, I asked her about a relationship, and as you could see, she thought that was a good fucking question because she got out of a relationship. You know, and she also likes getting thrown up in the air and jumping off fucking buildings. I thought that was intriguing. Why do I want to ask a woman what what size dick is too big for? I don't need to know that shit. You know what though? What's funny funny is is that that was probably the best question asked about the relationship piece. I would have asked a totally because, like, I'm not I'm not no guy that's trying to take the moral ground high ground or something. Like I said, I just don't like where CB take these these interviews with the cave crushes and the um and the porn stars. I could have been on an interview if it was a real interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I don't want to know what happens on the porn set or, you know, the guy who, you know, money shots too fast. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, you know, correct her. Like, we know exactly why guys watch porn. Like, she made it seem like, I don't know why y'all watch it anyway. Like, I am pretty sure why guys watch porn. Like, you know, it, it just, I don't know. And then, and then what was, was funny about the whole end of women the watch porn. Let's be real. Women watch pornography. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, for the same reasons, but sometimes for different reasons but exactly. not not to throw any of the cave crushes under the bus some of them don't give real strong interviews so that's that's another reason why i'm a little like uh it, it's it's tough because like he'll yeah. like the age gap like he'll do the heels on heels off like that's an old head thing these young chicks don't know nothing about that or uh the locker combination joke like if you got to explain it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So I don't know. I did say 
since we are a comedy show, I said, where are the cave crushes? We definitely need to bring the cave crushes back. But let's let's start respecting these women for just for being more than just models. Let's ask them some real thought provoking questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Clee. Yeah, Sly, you are right. The boyfriend question was a great question. How do you date in the porn industry? But you want to hear something funny, though? Thank you, man. Like, like, that's some real shit. That's some real shit. Because she's a real person. Despite what her profession and her career is, she still got to come home to somebody at some point. Right. And then, believe it or not, so, CB asked... That's, that's that for you, Denise. Ha. Take that. Take that. <laughs> the, Take uh, that. CB asked a good question, too, that I thought was very thought-provoking was is does the casting couch happen in the porn industry? And another good one was, what do all y'all do when y'all offset? Like, are y'all screwing even offset? Or do y'all live promiscuous, you know, lifestyles? Or is it just on set? If I'm not screwing for money, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? I thought that, I didn't think we got the answer that we probably should have got. But I thought that was a good question too. That's just me. They might be, they might like a um, like a trial fuck, like a practice fuck before they fuck on screen type of shit. I, I mean, it could be. You know, you want to run over lines together, let's do our lines together type of shit, quote unquote. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a legit, legitimate question, especially stemming off the Harvey Weinstein type of shit. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was definitely legitimate and, and relevant, you know, at, at that point in time, like, because it damn sure could happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's get to that next one. Knowledge. This is um, from a listener, a caver named Knowledge. <laughs> What's up, CB and the cave? Been a while, and I was in the hospital for over the month. Glad you're feeling better, Knowledge. I tried to listen to your show a while there, but after the surgery, my abdominal was too sore. I just binge listened to all the shows, and may you guys, and, and man, you guys are still crazy as hell. I heard your new guy and was like, damn, that guy took my job. Pause. Well, knowledge, you're probably talking about me. And you know what? I'm expecting my W-2s to be coming pretty soon now. <laughs> LOL to you too, knowledge. About to catch up on the rolling show, and I'll be in contact. Oh, yeah. The Black Bill O'Reilly podcast, shaking my head. You still sound like a Republican, see? He's talking to CB. You still sounding like a Republican, but hey, talk to you later. Hey, knowledge. Hey, man, thanks for writing in. I appreciate everything, even the shit talking. And I hope you feel better, man. You know, and I'm good sure. People's. Hey, Sly, you good people. He wrote into the show before. He got like a little website. I can't remember the name offhand. I should have looked it up before we jumped on, but he, he he a good dude. I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad he's feeling better, too. Yeah, yeah. Glad you're feeling better. Happy New Year to your knowledge, man, and get better soon, man. And keep writing in. Keep writing in. Glad you're listening. Uh, we got another listener, Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl. Uh, I really enjoyed Kat on last week's podcast. Pay attention, Kat. This is about you. <laughs> I, like, I like her opinion on the little boy for H&M and her thoughts on Oprah, too. I am the only one that thinks Cat and Roland sounds like a married couple. <laughs> Roland sometimes tries to talk, talk and correct her himself, and Cat never gives in. Sly and them damn questions, shaking my head. Pause. I'm glad you like that shit, Cheryl, because I'm gonna keep them coming. 
by the by the way, CV, I rejected your invite to join face the Facebook group on my page, but I am I'm a part of the group on another page. The cave is so managed. Thank you so much for calling you get a little us. bit more. Hold on. You get a little oh, bit more. Oh, oh. Here is something I would like to know. If Kat could only choose between the men on inside the cave, which one would she choose? Oh, Trump rolls, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two of us in here, Kat. You can't be putting, Kat, you can't pick between nobody that ain't in the group right now. It's only, <laughs> it's only us. I got, I got odds. Like, we, it's, it's even. It's a 50 50 split with me and Ray. <laughs> Cheryl, first of all, thank you because you're my only fan. Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate you. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't want anybody. Anybody that I want, I could have had already. So I don't want anybody. I am. I'm like Man, slide new though. I'm you like know? the sister of the crew. You know, like, <laughs> like I, I'll drive everybody home after a long. Hey, slide. I'm, I'm, I'm a play cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm what she would call her quote unquote baby brother. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> was good, my, though. That's that my little good. brother. Oh, he just like my brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cat. <laughs> okay. So let me give a let me give a shout out to Cheryl. Cheryl, before we got on, I definitely want to give props to Cat. I had seen the interview with the parents of the uh, the um, kid parents, and it was a seven minute, six minute uh, interview. Despite what she may have said in um, her post, they took a different tone. She explained herself, and I actually stand behind what Kat was saying, man. After the hustle and bustle, then at the end of the day, they was happy to see they like two year old. I don't know if anybody noticed, but I didn't notice. That kid's not like seven, eight years old. That was a two-year-old. Like I didn't read the way the picture looks. The young man looks like a like a a, a boy, not a toddler. Kid too. Like the so, I don't think I can honestly say I don't think nobody really noticed it. And if the mother did notice what the writing said on the shirt, would she stop the sheet? Probably not. And most of us probably wouldn't either. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, so I definitely give Cat credit for bringing that out. There's some other things we differed on, but that's water under the bridge. But I definitely want to give her props for making that point. And and black dark skinned people do look good in green. Thank you and thank you. That is so true. Dark skinned people look beautiful in green. They do. They do absolutely. That's, that's, that's my that's my color. Green is my color, but um. Yeah, all right, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> that's debatable. Like, well, that's my that's my birthstone color, but like, that's debatable. Like, I don't gravitate. You just ain't had the right green. Anyway, let's. I digress. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's hit. Um, kill yourself and start over. The first segment. See something effed up? The A block. Talk your shit. Kill yourself. And start over on Inside the Cave. What you got? Uh, I got this. I got this diet. It's not. It's not for anybody. Well, I guess it is. It's for those groups of people when somebody's trying something new. And you know when um, CB was talking about the whole treadmill shit last week. That was uh, funny. They're walking, <laughs> walking on the treadmill bullshit. You know. So now I'm on this. I'm on this. Uh, this 
this 20 day detox, full body cleanse thing and being around family and friends or going out and somebody else is eating uh, something that I can't eat is, is like, you you know I can't eat this shit. You, you, you know I, I shouldn't even be around it. And the, temp, the temptation is everywhere, but I'm trying to keep myself away from it. So for these people that, that know I'm on this, this, this detox, this cleanse, and they go and order uh, chicken wings and invite me over for, for to, to watch the NFL playoffs and shit, and then they order a bunch of pizzas and all this other shit, and then, and then the, the veggie tray come, and it's just celery and carrots in the middle type shit, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, and I'm just, all of that is for me, and then they still say, nah, let me get some of that. <laughs> get, reset and start over. Y'all motherfuckers is pissing me off, man. And I'm probably going through all of these fits because I'm not eating any meat and no sugars and all that stuff that I'm used to having in my body, I'm not having it. So I'm I'm going through my little my little attitude phases right now, and I got a couple more weeks to do. You know, I'm definitely gonna be off of this shit by the time the Super Bowl start. Cat, <laughs> what's what you got? A reset? I know you like to do the reset and start over. I usually don't participate. But I saw something a couple of days over the weekend that like blew my mind. So uh, there was a guy begging for change outside of the subway and he was telling people, you know, if you get change, I'd love some on the way out. So I saw a young kid, like, you know, a kid, 17, 16. He went in, he bought two sandwiches, walked out and handed it to the homeless guy. And wow. do you know this motherfucker did not want it? He <laughs> was, nah, nah, I'm straight on that. Like, he he, want, he wanted that new talent. <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes because, again, this was a kid. So, like, the kid comes out and he's, like, you know, ready for his change or whatever. And the kid hands him a foot-long sandwich. Like, here you go. And and the, 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 the gentleman looked at him like, I don't want that. Like, he was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I was just saying if you had some change because I'm like, I continue to move on with my day because... You know, it just made me stick to my stomach, like to to see that transpire. But hey. so I wish I wish that homeless dude, and and I'm assuming he's homeless. I I'm sorry. You know, he may have two homes for all I know. Like, but it happens too, cat. It happens. Who turned down? Who turned down? Like a kid. A kid gave him a sandwich. It wasn't like you know some businessman throwing him food like a dog. Like it was a child who like probably spent like his. Burger King check on an extra sandwich for a man. I'm sure he was told by his parents to give, you know, and, and he gives and this dude literally left this kid with two sandwiches. And I'm sure he didn't mind it. But still, I, I would like for that person to reset and start over. Shit, I man, you could walk up to me today and hand me a sandwich. <laughs> I'ma take the damn sandwich now. That's just some asinine shit. So anyway. I had a whole nother kill yourself and start over plan for today. But seeing as though the opportunity to throw my comrades under the bus and get CB, Big Dog, Joe Dirt, Nelly, Cousin Lamar, Seti Said, and International D all a fucking kill yourself and start over for leaving me with the responsibilities of hosting this damn show. At the last minute, mind you. 
mentally prepare myself for the intro. I think CB does an excellent job intro on this show. So it's a lot of pressure, guys. I hope you enjoy this show. But all the mad souls deserve a kill yourself and start over for leaving us hanging today. And no disrespect to anybody that has some legitimate shit going on. If it's some bad stuff, man, I really apologize. Just kidding. You know, we're a comedy show. But y'all still get to kill yourself and start over. So now mm-hmm. I did have what's another one? Okay, I got another kill yourself and start over. That's more in line with where I was going. Is as you know with the Cleves report, I deal with conspiracies and truth movements and consciousness and all this other oh man stuff that's on social media. I, I definitely want to give a kill yourself and start over to the people who believe that it is that it is proper to pick Martin Luther King's birthday to try to call him an Uncle Tom or uh, that he he was an agent for the system or he sold us up the river or any of that foolishness. Yes, we know his nonviolence movement was not conducive to black folk. We know that although he made some great strides in civil rights, that he may have been manipulated by his fraternity brothers or some people behind the scenes or whatever, but there's no denying that the last year of his life, when he made two or three great speeches talking about the economics of what the government was doing, how they was giving out subsidies to white uh, people and giving them land to start farming businesses and this and that. We know that's the main reason why he was killed. We already know that he was killed by the government. That is not in denial. It's not a conspiracy. They proved their case in civil court. His family did, and they won a landmark uh, decision that said that he was killed by agencies in the government that wanted to silence him because he wasn't, it's not like he wasn't being nonviolent no more, but he was talking about things that made some important people very uncomfortable. So all those who feel like they need to try to lessen what Martin Luther King did or try to pit Martin Luther King against Malcolm X, y'all need to kill yourself and start over because I'm the biggest conspiracy buff out there. And uh, that's just some foolishness. Tip your hat to what the accomplishments of what the man did, take the birthday for what it is, and or the celebration of the birthday for what it is, and take a moment to look on the great life accomplishments that that man made. And that actually that could have been my round the cave too. <laughs> you know, what you're saying is you don't want people to have flyers of the Martin Luther King busted open twerk contest at the club. That's some foolishness. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, that the Martin Luther King booty jam, yeah, the, the yeah, shit like bad. that. That's bad. <laughs> that's, I seen that. The hey, 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 you, you seen that, right? It's called the I Have a Dream Booty Jam. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? Like, I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm like, ain't this some shit? Hey, ain't I this? seen the one with, with him and dude from coming to America. I thought I was coming. <laughs> I literally thought my soul was crushed. Like, y'all. <laughs> That was thought-provoking and ignorant all in well, one, right? He told him, he seen Dr. King, he punched him in the face. He said, oops, I thought he was somebody else. <laughs> I, will say, I will say this, that one of the great qualities of black folk is they will turn anything into a party or a fucking cookout. 
<laughs> that's that's yeah, what I think. No, I don't true. think nobody does it. No, we love to celebrate. We love to celebrate, and we'll combine celebrations. It'll Hell be a yeah. anniversary baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cake don't know what to say. It just say congratulations, everybody. <laughs> everything. He out of jail. She in fifth grade. We gonna praise God. <laughs> <laughs> And all black people have strawberries and bananas in their goddamn cakes. Because they want to celebrate, goddammit. You better put some fruit in that dinner. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. She said the baby, the baby five, the daddy out of jail, and we going to praise God. We're going to celebrate. One half of the cake yours, the other half the baby's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, oh that shit is hilarious. That's hilarious, cat. Nah, that's real life. I was at a baby shower anniversary birthday party and a fight broke out. Like, too much shit in one day. Don't say that. They say they was fighting over a piece of cake. No, they were fighting over too many damn celebrations. We don't know what to do. We don't know what color balloons to get. What t-shirt do we wear if it's seven different parties? We can only get the house for six hours now y'all i'm fucking done i'm done oh shit oh shit oh man all right all right so (laughs) thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the cave. Are are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Listen to Inside the Cave now on iHeartRadio for more thought-provoking ignorance. Listen to the Cleese Report with Ro now on iTunes. Got a problem? Need some advice? Send your questions and problems to Cat for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. If any listeners want to uh, send questions to Kat for our female our female host, send inside the cave podcast at gmail.com uh, and address your questions to Cat's Corner. Can you uh, hook us up, Sly, with the Cat's yeah, Corner? Yeah, no, no doubt. This um, Cat's Corner is from um, Terrain. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, over a year ago, I did myself and my younger living girlfriend a favor by getting myself snipped. This was the most uncomfortable medical procedure I've been through other than getting a colonoscopy. 
but believed it would be worth it because I'm 53 and my son is 30. No, this my girl. My girl is 30. My, my girl is 30. Excuse me. I'm 53 and my girl is 30. This issue is my girl's... This, this issue is my girl... Is my girl is still on the pill. The issue is my girl is still on the pill. I asked her why is she on the pill? If I'm snip, she said, that's none of my business. <laughs> I do remember I do remember my ex-wife putting my youngest daughter on birth control at a very early age. So I am aware of medical reasons women need birth control, but I don't believe this is the reason she's on it. What does the cave think? Okay, cat, you might need to take a sip of the potion. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is this is pretty easy. Um, you know, what I what I dislike, I guess, as I get older, about single older men is they do things preemptively, believing that their solution is the best solution. So one thing he never mentioned was if she wanted to have children, which is curious that he didn't mention that because he tells us that he went and got snipped because he has a younger girlfriend. He didn't mention their ages until after he mentioned he got a vasectomy, which tells me a lot about this letter because why would he do that and then question her birth control like that should have been something you discussed before you went through the most painful experience of your life you would think you would discuss birth control together and make that decision together so i think that um yeah there are 150,000 reasons why she would want to stay on the pill one being just because she can control her period and she knows when it's coming so it's not it's not you know that difficult it's really just science she may just not want to not have heavy periods so she remains on the pill so that was bogus of her when you asked her to not be straightforward with you but i think that's your punishment for going to get a vasectomy without i guess understanding clearly what a 30 year old woman wants to do she's still relatively young so that was kind of, um, I don't know, a, a, a wrong move to me. But what do you guys think? I don't know. Uh, what, I, what I think, uh, two things I jump out at me right now is that one, uh, the man got a vasectomy because he didn't want to have any children, right? Or maybe he has enough and he doesn't want to have any children. But this is his living girlfriend. So I, it seems like that maybe having sex and maybe he's still required to use a condom even if she's still on the pill so he wants to go get the vasectomy in order to not have to use condom and and for her to come out condoms it said birth control pills it didn't say condom but i'm speaking from a man's perspective because it's only a few reasons a couple reasons why a man is going to go get a vasectomy he either doesn't want to have any more children or He's, he's comfortable with his girlfriend enough that he wants to have sex without a condom. And he, without the fear of getting her pregnant. So, uh, with her not answering his question about why she's still on the pill, that's a tough one because at 30 years old, 
you know, uh, let me let me be let me be CB for a minute, or not, not be CB. She she's gonna fuck other people other than this fifty three year old man. You know, whether it's why she living with him, maybe not. But if she does, she's gonna make sure she doesn't get pregnant until she's damn well ready. I don't know if she has any children or not, but she's on the pill to control something. And when she's done controlling it, she's gonna have children with somebody. If it's him, he can't have any kids. So it's gonna be with somebody else. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's deep. I <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that uh, it it says a lot in the beginning of the, the the email about how he made the decision to get to get snipped. So he said, "Getting myself snipped, or did my did myself and my younger living girlfriend a favor? How did how did you figure that was a favor? If she's thirty years old and you didn't discuss whether or not y'all wanted kids." You left that part out, but it sounds like to me, being fifty-three, you just went ahead and made the decision. Because that's what men, you know, that's what men do, especially an older man dealing with such a younger woman. That's number one. Then number two is I'm leaning towards Sly, and of course, what CV would say, yeah, I think there's a large possibility that if she ain't slipping, you definitely don't trust her, and I think that that's a problem in itself because. <clears throat> There's one thing that I don't like, and even my wife will say this, you can't be with somebody you don't trust. And if you have to worry, then maybe you're not in the right relationship. So I think that this, and he might, listen, I've seen some some 53, some old heads, some 60, 70-year-old dudes on Instagram with their gray beards and their little muscles popping or whatever, but that doesn't mean they don't still have insecurities. And you messing with a girl, a woman, 23 years yet, junior, that that has to weigh on your psyche a little bit, bruh. So um, <clears throat> you might as well go and chalk that, chalk that up to an L and uh, either just go on ahead with the relationship with your mouth shut or you might as well go and put her out and go and get you somebody else a little closer to your age. Because 53, I don't care how many Viagras you take or whatever them pills that other lady was selling that came on, um, a pill doesn't help your psyche, your trust issues. You know what I mean? You could be laying it properly, but if you got a problem, it ain't her problem. It's your problem. Because trust me, my wife is eight years my junior, and I know how to, at the beginning of the relationship, that can kind of, you know, mess with you. Well, damn, I got to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing so she ain't out there straying. Or somebody look good, you know. I mean, like I said, the dude might be buffed or whatever, but it, it clearly he's having some doubts in his mind, and I think that's a him problem, not a her problem. And he, and, and man, let's, hey, for sake, that, that thing go both ways. That type of birth control go both ways. He could dip out and and fuck with somebody else, and he making sure he's not getting somebody else knocked up, you know. So it, it I'm not. I was assuming that. You know he's in love and he's just gonna be with the one chick, but like he can go someplace else and do whatever he want to do, and not have to, to worry about the kickback coming back either. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny is that I was just sitting here thinking, and I could be wrong. And please chime in if you think I am. I believe that people who aren't cheating are the people who get blindsided by the cheat. 
You ever notice how when a nigga's cheating, he always accusing his girl of cheating? Well, yeah, that's I forgot what it's called, but it's usually it's, it's like a guilt type of thing. Yeah, like you, yeah. So, you, like, nigga, doing... maybe he is slipping and dipping. That's why he like, hold on, what you doing, girl? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 like he could he he he's asking her why are you still taking control pill. He got a permanent birth control pill. Right? You, know? you know what I'm saying? He don't want to He got a permanent birth control joint. She could have been like. Well, what, what the fuck you go get snipped for? We ain't even discussed that shit. And she could you know be taking, like Kat said, she could be taking it for the estrogen or whatever that shit is in the pill. I know women. I mean, do- like birth control has several different, like that's why, you know, the whole Planned Parenthood thing, you can't really defund them in real life because like there are so many women who suffer from things that they have to take something to regulate their menstrual cycle. And of course, I know menstrual cycles are just like Rubik's cubes to men, but you can take a pill to help you with that. That should be taken into account is, you know, um, communication. I'm always screaming it and saying it, but you have to talk to your mate because I get the impression that he did it thinking he was doing her a favor when it wasn't really communicated that maybe she just doesn't want she wants to control her birth (laughs) like that's why women are on birth control they want to control when that happens so you know I I don't I don't want to say it's because she's cheating and even if she is, like, you know, this seems to be common in, in many relationships. People, for some reason, need several people. So uh, I do want to point out that, like, a vasectomy birth control doesn't do anything about diseases. And, you know, while, while yeah, you could have a vasectomy, you can also catch, like, you know, chlamydia. So, you know, for, for safety reasons, I think monogamy is, if you're not going to be abstinent, a great way to have a have a healthy sexual relationship with a partner. But now you're going I'm, down. Now you're going down my road because that's the type of stuff. Because even last week's question, if you notice, I did not speak. I did not make any statements. I did not chime in because I was very bothered by there not being no monogamy like that. I'm real big on that. Like I'm in the process right now of raising two virgins. One's 18, one's 16. Like, like I'm real big on that. And I just don't understand how we, in this day and age, how we are still so free sexually to do all types of things with all types of people. You know, I've seen a (laughs) resurgence in threesome relationships. Like, and people back. I was just about to say polyamory is really yeah, that's what it's called. Thank you, Kat. Functional lives with more than one partner. And for some people that works. But again, there's monogamy in the three. There's monogamy in the five. Like, I guess what I'm saying is like vasectomies and 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 birth control and all of these things that we try to use to control how we uh, procreate that's all it is because at the end of the day if he does go out and cheat on her should she cheat on him regardless of what birth control they're using 
that's still pretty dangerous. So I, I don't mean to be the party pooper or the school nurse and like bring up the health hazards, but I'm just saying like, you know, hopefully they're being safe about it. And like you said, it's a trust thing. It has nothing to do with her birth control and everything to do with the fact that now you're monitoring her birth control. She's been doing it for 30, well, at least for, you know, 20 years, 12, you know, 14 years. She's been doing it by herself. So she may not be like you and just ready to snip off her baby making parts. And you got to honor that too. That was a choice you made. She didn't have to be there for you to get a vasectomy. But ironically, in, in, in America, uh, most uh, for, for instance, you have to have a spouse or a reason to get your tubes tied. After having my last child, I wanted to get my tubes tied and my doctor kind of refused me. Like she was like, mm, no, you're too young. You still have a life. And I, I, I felt some kind of way, but the reality of it is, like there is a, a, a stipulation on when women can say, you know what, tie them up. I don't want them anymore. And, and, and men can just go get vasectomies whenever. So I think, you know, that's a little unfair. No doubt. No doubt. Well, thanks cat. That was the last word in cat's corner. Uh, so our next segment is tell the truth. Hey ladies, it's time for to tell the truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. Give it to us, Sly. Well, I don't have any of the feedback from um last week uh, from from the from the show, but okay. I do have a couple answers real quick from a couple ladies that um from the Facebook group when the question was posed about uh. Give us the question first, and then give us the answer. The question was, uh, ladies, have you ever flashed a truck driver? You know, uh, and and we got some feedback from the Facebook group, not um, emails. I don't have the emails. And some definitely jumped out and said, yes, I have in the summertime in the drop top from um, um, Amy, um, Tanja. Uh, one said, I don't have much to show up top, but they did see something else. <laughs> so, so uh, th thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies that contributed in uh, Facebook group um, to answering that question. We appreciate it. I, I definitely appreciate it because I'm a damn sure I'm damn sure a truck driver, and uh, I appreciate those hot summer days when y'all wear y'all um, um, dresses and. You're looking nice and pretty on a hot summer day. I definitely can appreciate the look. You you definitely make me have a wonderful eight hours of work. I appreciate that very much, ladies. Inside the podcast group at Facebook, tell the truth. Good job, good job. Hey, you remember that song by Sir Mix-a-Lot? Put them on the glass. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so she put something else on the glass, huh? <laughs> she, had, she had something else, you know. She had something else, so like, yeah. She put, so, she put some kid. She put some kitty on the glass, Lord. Yeah. So, so next, I got something for next week. I don't know if you want to come back to it or you want to do the. Uh, I'm, uh, what else we got? We got any more segments? Yeah, yeah. We still we moving along, man. We moving along. We keeping it pushing. We got, we got. Uh, what I want to do is, is I want to go ahead and try to give my poor man's version of the sports update. 
the big, the big, the big sports update on Inside the Cave. Ooh, yeah, what about yeah. what so about so we're gonna we're gonna leave the NBA. We're gonna keep it short. So we're gonna leave the NBA alone because I mean, don't nobody really watch basketball except for diehard basketball fans before the All Star break anyway. I mean, LeBron ain't even watching basketball and he playing. <laughs> so let's go get into the games, man. So uh, how, you, how you feeling? How, how you feeling? How you feeling? I know you feeling I mean, some. I mean, listen. Everybody knows I'm from the Dirty Bird, and I will say this: that I would rather lose to Jacksonville than and get clowned for that than lose to New England again. Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> See, I'm not one of them delusional fans that think my team's going to the Super Bowl every year. Man, we was going to run up in Foxborough and get the brakes beat off of us again. So. <laughs> I don't understand what is going on. Me and CB had a nice talk about it uh, as well, about how um, they're calling for Tomlin's job, or should they be calling for Tomlin's job for stinking it up? Well, he had that look on his face. He had that look on his face, like like he, look, he reminded me of um, Denzel Washington in um in the in the, the football movie, the the oh, remember yeah. the Titans. That you remember the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember when he found out, like if if he lo- if he lost the game or did anything or something went wrong, he, he was out of there. Tomlin had that look on his face. <laughs> he had that look on his face. All right, <laughs> like man, he already knew. Like somebody told him, "Hey, you gonna be out of here." But before if they lose, before we you gonna get be out of here. Let's. You know, I so, mean, we already know the the Atlanta Philly game that was uneventful. The the Patriots Titans that was uneventful. We just talked about the Steelers getting, you know, slapped upside the head by Jacksonville. T- tell me about this this uh, Saints Vikings game, man. What what happened? What what happened? Damn, I can't hear you, man. You lost me. Yeah, I'm in and out. I got you now. I'm okay. Hell, I said, I, I said, tell me about that Saints Vikings game. What happened? What? Ooh, first of all, that was a great, that was an amazing game. And I'm, everybody that watched that game is going to know exactly where they was at when they when they seen what happened. I've always said nothing matters but the last two minutes of any football game. So when it came down to these last fucking two minutes, that was the best show on earth. Uh, what can you say, man? What, seconds left, less than 10 seconds left. Last play, literally the last play of the game. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even think that my man was gonna throw this ball, catch it, and not get tackled. And that was a, that was a walk off. That was like a walk off home run. Man, we, a walk off home run. That was like checkmate. You know, um, king me and checkers. Uh, it was a, a spike in tennis. What, what, you know what I'm it was a slap shot goal in hockey. You know what I'm saying? It was a goal for Madrid, Spain. You know, for whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was a slam dunk, a a a a, a, a baseline, the baseline, uh, Ali. You, it, it was unheard of, man. That that tell was. Slide, tell me this. Who who's more to blame? The 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 safety that didn't make the tackle, or the coaching staff for not telling him to make sure that he wraps up? Because you know that the safety is a rookie. 
man, I'm not. He can't get out on that one, man. You a professional football player. Um, you been y'all been playing. Y'all been playing hard to come back all that time. I think he took it for granted that the game was over. And you always hear people say you play in between those lines from for that for that full Triple sixty D minutes until, yep. to, to the whistle to, to the whistle blows, man. You know you play your game. You know legally you play your game. You know I'm not saying put an illegal hit on them or anything like that. You know, but you know what your what your position calls for. And if that was, if that play was the first quarter, you would have tackled him. What's right. the difference? You know, what is what is the difference? I, I have to put that on the safety. He's not going to be on any box of Wheaties or be getting any sponsorships. Hell, if he wasn't a rookie, he might be getting traded straight up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he, no. he might he might be getting traded because that shit was devastating. After they came back and they was pretty much celebrating on the sidelines, Newton. New Orleans was celebrating. You know, they they had it in the bag. The the sixty thousand plus fans in Minnesota's new stadium was heartbroken. They had ripped the heart out of the purple people eaters, man. That sea of purple was devastated. And to come back, catch that ball, going into the end zone, man. I, I felt every bit of Diggs because he got traded from Chicago. So I felt Diggs when he when he took off his helmet. And he held his arms out. He was like, what else y'all want from me? What else do y'all want from us? What <laughs> else? It was a, a, a beautiful game. Beautiful game. And New Orleans, uh, they, they played an amazing game also, man. But they got they got to give um, props to Minnesota's coaching staff, offense. And they, they got to salute Diggs. They definitely have to salute Diggs, the quarterback, whoever called that play, because they had ran that play probably um, either two plays before or the series before. They had ran that exact same play, you know. So, and man, salute to those guys. Minnesota is strong. It'll be be an amazing story if they end up playing the Super Bowl in their stadium this year. So who you you got then? Uh, Let's let's go uh, NFC then. Vikings, Eagles, who you got? Oh, the, the, the Vikings are the Vikings are in my Bears conference. You know, in the Bears conference, I stopped claiming the Bears a while back. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, so I'm on. I'm gonna ride this this wave. On paper, on paper, it should be the Eagles. The Eagles should win. The Eagles should win, and and they should be going to the Super Bowl. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm gonna take the Vikings. So you going with your heart uh, or your head? Well, that, that, well, right now, that neither one of them is my heart. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the Vikings and I'm gonna take them by three. I'm gonna take the Vikings by three points. Okay. All right. So, Jags Patriots. Look, I I was having this conversation with my father. He loves football. Pittsburgh is his team, and and he was hurt. And I told him no matter what, long as the Patriots. In the in the playoffs, you put them in. You can put them into the championship round, and you just send them to the Super Bowl automatically. The only way the Patriots are not going to the Super Bowl if they decide in preseason that they don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you hear what I said? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> it, it makes you feel that way, though, man. It's it's funny. You know they got to decide in preseason that they don't want to go to the Super Bowl this year. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how that's how the Patriots season is. So I'm definitely gonna go with the Patriots and and um, and the Vikings in the Super Bowl 
And overall, I would probably go with the Patriots, Patriots winning everything. What I noticed is that I don't think we got um, – there's no West Coast team, no nothing West. Everything is on um, East Coast Central Standard Timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So that was so Sly has the Patriots over the over the Vikings in the Super Bowl. We're gonna go ahead and mark that down. Check with your bookies, check with your corner hustler, and uh Sly has given the Super Bowl prediction. Well, we are not go. in the championship round, but he, he said who's gonna win the championship round and then who's gonna win the Super Bowl. So we're gonna hold him to that. Because if, if he lose, we damn sure gonna give him a kill yourself a start over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, 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 hey. Not, I'm fine with that. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable, comfortable with my picks. Uh, and you just can't count them damn, you can't count that damn Belichick and Tom Brady and them out, man. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Yeah, because like you said, you, you got to pencil them in. I mean, they definitely <laughs> got a shot. You got a shot. When, who, you know, they got a shot at me, not we, but like but even as a non-Patriot fan, I do respect greatness. And I remember Brady when he was at Michigan. He couldn't, he could, he could barely get the starting job in Michigan when he was a senior, because um, I'm a Michigan fan, and it's just funny to see how far he's come and just feeling slighted and the mixture of Belichick and Brady. Um, Nobody really knows who they want to give the credit to. It's like, do you give it to Brady? Do you give it to Belichick? Is it the system? Is it this? Is it that? Well, whatever it is, it's like a good-ass pot of gumbo. As long as that shit's in there, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's tasting real good right now. So um, it's going to be interesting, though, if they, if they lose, does everybody come back? But I think that people may look at it as a question of the problem being if they lose what happens my my idea is if they win another one what do they do because i just don't understand if they win a six how you just don't i don't care how much you want to play again how you just don't walk like like jordan after he won the six <laughs> Like how you just don't walk off? Like you supposed uh, to walk away? You know what they, I mean? Man, they they own to something, man. They 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 are on to something. If you but they if can't you, win forever. This ends bad for everybody. You just you listen. It's like getting a big ass cake. You can't eat it all. You gonna get sick. I just you're right, but it's, it's like that's the culture, you know. It's expected, man. It's expected. So they bringing in the young ones, and and they they teaching them, they breed breeding them. It seems like even when you get kicked off away from another team in the NFL, and and somebody on the Patriots gives you a tryout, and you end up on the Patriots, you feel like you done made it, like you done made it, like you you feel like you done got a championship ring already in, in, in training. <laughs> That's why I said, like, you got this. That's when they decide that they're not going to the Super Bowl in preseason, in training camp. Because when you go there, you are already training at a Super Bowl level, at Super Bowl caliber level in training camp. 
the other teams are not because they ain't been there. They don't have that culture. So you come in day one and these veterans, the people that got the two, three, four, five, five rings or whatever, they training hard and you like, you got to step your game up to be a part of it. And your, just your practice, your training game, your focus game is on another level. And by the time it gets to week 16, you all locked and loaded, you locked in. And what happens in the Super Bowl with the Patriots, like they like they came back on Atlanta last Super Bowl. That's what happens. Right, 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 right. Man, good job on the sports wrap-up. Hopefully this segment stays in, because I hope we did a good job. <laughs> but um, now to the best part of the show, He's not here, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it for Joe Dizzy. The dirt sheet. Got dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It's time for the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. I got a dirt sheet, y'all. All right. I can't wait to hear this shit. A male, a male tourist who chose to sunbathe in the nude on a public beach near uh, Townsville on the northeast coast of Queensland is recovering from a serious injury to his genitals after being bitten by a seagull. After, according to the source at the clinic that treated him, he was completely, he has completely lost one testicle which exploded under pressure of <laughs> the other testicle almost severed by but remains hanging by a thread. Witnesses at St. Saunders Beach, a public nudist beach west of Townsville, say the man's that the man's undoing may have been applying sunscreen too liber- liberally to his genitals. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? And oh. that is the dirt sheets. The dirt sheets by Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, damn. Hanging up. One testicle. Oh, man, come on. Crazy, oh. crazy. I thought I'd give it a shot. Hopefully my fans ain't mad. <laughs> that was my tip at the dirt sheets. They gonna have to give you a pass on that one. They might give you a pass on that one. They might have to give you a I kept it a little clean. I kept it a little clean. Well, it was, you, you could have went dirty because, I mean, it's the, the, the dirt sheets. It's the, <laughs> it's the dirt sheets. Yeah, it's the dirt sheets. Well, I, I, get, for, I got something. I got something. Well, it ain't a dirt sheet, but you know I got something for, for, for my segment. And it, it was just brought to my attention. I'm trying to do some research on it, but I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. Okay, you, you what you going to bring in next week? No, I, I I got it. I got it. Now you have you have you paid attention? I don't want to say pay attention like that, but have you heard about these dolls? Uh, oh, them sex dolls. The, yeah, but the, 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 that's what I thought, right? Like like a sex doll, but I guess they done took it a step further. And they like real life fake humans. Yes, yes, I see them. They're like made out of silicone, and they look like real. I showed my wife on Instagram. I said, "Babe, look at this." And it was a chick with big old breasts and had the, yeah. the, the camel toe and everything. And I said, that's a, I said, that's a that's a doll. She said, what? 
<laughs> and they in sex, they, they be in sex positions and everything. Like they can get in there. Oh Lord, have, man, hey, crazy man. Them dudes are some sick bastards. So, so one one young lady uh, by the name of Candace is said she she hates she hates these the invention and she hates these dolls. And uh, the question is, so so I asked why she hates them, and she hates them because it, she thinks it give gives men unreal expectations of of having sex when, when they have sex with their with their woman or any woman at that point in time. You know, you got a woman that's gonna do whatever you say because you fucking a dog or lifelike dog type of shit and you can talk to any type of way. So you're gonna expect a real woman to to do that shit. So the question the 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 tell the truth question for this week is uh Ladies, can you see these real life fake human dolls causing you and your relationship to be ready at any and all times for your man? You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody will have one of these dolls. It will be interesting to know if somebody knows somebody that has one or had any experience with one of them. Please send an email in uh, or um, send us an inbox message please or tell us your story but it, it would be really interesting because I, I don't have any any research on this I just found it funny as hell I was like who, who's who's ordering a life like doll to their house man that is crazy and I think on that note <laughs> man we gonna get we gonna get up out of here so in the illustrious <laughs> words of big dog thanks for tuning in and we'll catch your ass yeah. next week yeah. Catch your ass next week. Yep, the Queen's yep. version <laughs> Inside the Cave. All right. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.